Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Palmer bet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kias, EV6 and Sportage, Cars of the Year. Welcome to Sports Day for your Wednesday. It is State of Origin Day. No sats today, so you've got the rooks. So, uh, yeah, Badge, how are you, buddy? Oh, I'm nervous. Look, I've got to say I'm nervous. Um, this, is the, uh, this is the time of year um, around State of Origin, but especially with so much on the line, being a decider. And, uh, yeah, I, look, I, the only other time I get as nervous as this around a footy game is if, uh, if the Raiders are playing in a big game or a final. But... Um, yeah, I'm I'm uh, I'm pretty excited, pretty nervous. Um, of course, like everyone, I'm unsure how it's going to play out, but I know one thing for sure: they're massive underdogs, Queensland. But they'll be having a bit a bigger go. They'll be playing better. They'll they actually did play all right for uh, most of that first half in game two, uh, but if we look at the scoreline, reflect back on that second half, it was a bit of a horror show. I know they'll be better than that, Rook, but um, that's about all that anyone can guarantee. Mate, I can guarantee that every New South Wales supporter, player, anything to do with New South Wales is dreading this day as well because you cannot write really? off Queensland ever. They're all cocky. Doesn't matter. If you come Who are you going same... for, Rook? I know you're from, from the ACT, yeah. so you're sort of on the bench. You, don't, you just wait until the ACT puts a team in the origin. Yeah, it, it might be a while. <laughs> <laughs> are you are you with are you with the Blues? Yeah, I'm with the Blues. Have been uh, since day one, since I remember barracking for them. But yeah, it's uh, you're out. Yep. How does that thing go? <laughs> You're out. You're out of here. Yeah, we'll let you stay for the program, but if we uh, if we get beaten, I don't think you'll be back. But yeah, like as a as a Blues supporter, you sit there in the last five minutes or so, even game two, and worried that Queensland were going to come back and win the game, even though you knew it was out of reach. It's this yeah. fear factor yeah. that every Blues supporter's got with Queensland when it comes into a game like this, and backs against the wall, two players out with COVID. And I think Queensland are going to pull something out of the bag and something really special tonight and, and win the series, I think. If you had a choice uh, when the teams were picked uh, of which Queensland player you could pluck out of that t- team so he didn't play, would it have been Cameron Munster? Oh, without a doubt. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolute game change. His game one was exceptional. And mm. he did things on the field that other players just couldn't do and couldn't see. So... I know he plays a lot of what he sees in front of him, but he can see a lot throughout that game. So. Well, that's the beauty of the way he plays because he's so unpredictable. Yeah. Um, and that's that's why he's, he's very effective as long as he's got the right players around him. Yeah, exactly right. Um, so we'll uh, we'll get into more Origin chat in a minute. We've got Michelle Bishop coming up. Uh, you and Sats had a good chat to her last night, uh, very late last night, and she had some she's, good insight. She's kind of entrenched, yeah, in the New South Wales camp and, and uh, travels with the team and knows a lot of them. Uh, quite well and uh, and has a really good take on it. I mean, I know, I know a lot of journalists will go along to training and, and uh, won't, you know, they'll stand around and have a chat and won't really see what's going on. But Michelle's got a really good 
um, a really good feel for the game and and what's going on. And yeah, she has she has got a good insight into how the New South Wales preparation has been. And um, dare I just give a little hint? Maybe not as hook and tease intense. Even? As previously. Anyway, yeah. we'll see what Michelle has to say. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah, we've got uh, Tooves coming up as well. Come on, that's ridiculous. So we'll get into those a little bit later on. And don't forget, you can text us anytime, 0457 736 736. You can also get us on Twitter at Sports Day QLD. Our hot topic today, Badge, how does Origin 3 play out? Oh, okay, so we're going to get our listeners to join in on that. Absolutely. and just You're see not going to ask me, think. are you? Yeah, how do you think? Oh. We'll get to that later on anyway. Um, okay. <laughs> Queensland's Premier Rugby League competition, the Host Plus Cup, is back. Bigger and better than ever in 2022. This is Sports Day for the Kia EV6 and Kia Sportage Cars of the Year. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats for Kia's EV6 and Sportage Cars of the Year. Welcome back to Sports Day and into NRL updates for Polaris, Australia's number one selling side-by-side brand and... Origin is on tonight, Badge, and yes. you couldn't possibly get more excited if you're a rugby league fan. Massive, massive night tonight, of course, as we said off the top, and everyone knows it's a, it's a decider, it's a sellout. Alan Graham, who runs the stadium at Suncorp, reckons they could have sold it out two or three times over. It's so uh, so, impo- so popular and, and back to uh, much more of a normal situation than last year, three games up in, were all held in Queensland, but... Uh, yeah, huge night, and uh, but I do see Rook uh, that there, and we spoke about this during the week. We got a uh, earlier in the week. We got a listener that suggested something, and now um, apparently the NRL is thinking about tinkering with. They've been listening how to us, and when they? the games are played. I think they might have been listening to us. Might have, might have. <laughs> what we did hear, uh, what we do know, Rook, is that as of next year, the the Sunday game's gone. Uh, because Channel 9 prefers a Wednesday night. I get it. They tip in a lot of money. They tip in almost about half of what Foxtel pays, actually. Um, but they, So they get a say on that, and Wednesday night works a lot better for them. But what it meant straight away, we went, well, what about Rep Round? Rep Round was, uh, mag- was magnificent with all the, um, you know, the Tonga and Samoa and, and New Zealand playing, Fiji, Papua New Guinea. It was great, and, and women's origin. So we had this standalone um, Rep Round that is not going to happen again. But now... There's even talk about tinkering with it more, Rook. Yeah, well, you mentioned it uh, last night on the show as a bit of a joke, but going out to five games. But they're saying that they're uh, they're going to tinker with uh, the games when they're played and the gaps between them. Now, as a player previously, did you prefer shorter turnaround or a longer turnaround? Ah, uh, look, I we we generally had the um, three weeks between games, so. I didn't really have a choice. I didn't really have anything to compare. Uh, what are they thinking about doing now? I mean, at the moment, they're, they're, as of next year, they're going back to, uh, what, three weeks between games instead of two and a half. At, that happens at the moment when they have the midweek. So three weeks between games, what's the plan? What are they thinking about? Yeah, mate, they're thinking about even changing the time frames to making it even shorter. So three consecutive Wednesdays. Which well, be- well, they did that last year, Rook, but it was the end of the season, wasn't it, when, when Origin had to be played? Was it last year or the year before? Yeah. And During they- COVID, had to be played at the end of the year. Well, they had to jam it in, though, to get but it done in the season. I know. But you can't you, do that during the year. No, not when you've got so much time during the year. And look, I wasn't a big fan of the split round where we only had four games, uh, but I'd prefer, obviously, to have a short time frame for Origin because it's so compact and so much excitement around it. If it goes out too long, 
then people are sort of waiting too long to sort of get into it. And I know, but, get a but the other side of it, Rook, the, the, the shorter time frame that you squeeze it into, the less likely your, your star players are going to be able to back up. Yeah, and, yeah, and no one, I know years ago it had happened, but you can't go Origin on a weekend, back up and play for your club. Oh, sorry, Origin on the Wednesday, back up and play for your club the next weekend because you're going to be either playing or, playing or preparing for the next Origin game. So you're going to – then clubs are going to complain more so because they don't, they'll lose their stars. Now, at the moment, um, most of the stars get to back up and once during that Origin series you have a buy. So – the clubs that are supplying the most players are start with Penrith, um, and then you know you look at the the Roosters and Melbourne and uh, and and Brisbane and the Cowboys now. Cowboys have had especially, yeah. All of a sudden, it's going to affect their season in mu- in a much bigger way. I can't see them condensing it more than it is at oh, the moment. But player wealth, I'll be surprised. Player welfare anyway. as well has got to come into it as well because these bodies are going to be pretty broken. And I know a lot of them were after game two as well. But yeah, I think everyone should be fairly good to go tonight. Uh, but Brad Fittler, New South Wales coach, can't see any other outcome than the want that New South Wales have to win the game. But the rub of the green, he reckons, is not going to go the way of the Blues at Suncorp tonight. And with 50-odd thousand screaming Queenslanders, I don't think it will either. 54, actually. Oh, there we go. 54. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, look, Brad Fittler's a really successful player and a coach because he's, um, he's, he's, uh, he's a very positive person. And he made things happen on the field, and he's done great things with New South Wales. And I, and of course, he can't see that now. But I can tell you, Billy Slater would feel exactly the same. And I spoke to Billy yesterday uh, at a lunch, and despite being nervous, as you'd expect, he's very positive about this team, and he feels that this team is going to have a, a real red hot crack. And I reckon if you asked him the same question, he'd say, "I can't see any other outcome than Queensland wanting to win it more." And therefore, a, be, a very good chance of winning. So that's, that's no surprise. When you've got these champion players in the coaching arena and the best coaches, there's, 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 very, there's, there's very little, if any, negativity coming off them. Or they're not going to be successful because the players will sense that. They'll feel it. They'll, they'll, they'll get the nerves and, and, the, and the, uh, the negative energy that the coaches have got. And it, it just won't be good at, at, this, um, at this level. So no surprise at all that Freddie feels that way. And I, I saw them train a little bit last uh, yesterday afternoon when I wasn't supposed to, but I just happened to be walking Oops. out at the stadium. And um, and for the probably a minute I saw it, they were sharp. They look really sharp, as you'd expect, jumping out of their skin day before the game near South Wales. But the, the Maroons would have been the same later on. Yeah, and something we covered off on a couple of weeks back, uh, the NRL are considering a rule change, which is going to extend past the 80 minutes for the teams exploiting the six again. What rule. a nightmare. That's an absolute what a nightmare. Dumb idea. And and once again, Rook, this was tossed up to us. Now, a few weeks ago, uh, right at the death of the game, the Dragons, Benny Hunt, should have been penalised against the Raiders. Yeah? Absolutely. Round 16. Should have been uh, Sin-bin, held on. Sinbind and, yeah, penalised. Yep. And the referee gave them six again with about 20 seconds on the clock because the referee had no uh, real feel for the game that. Obviously, when you're winning 12-10 um, or, you're, or you're behind 12-10 as the Raiders were, you want a penalty. It's in front. Don't give them six again, you knucklehead. That's so right. <laughs> they, they, because the ref stuffed that up, people are now tossing up ideas. How do we avoid that again? You can't play out the game for the 80 minutes. It's, uh, you know, sorry, you, you can't Half play the out 80. the set of six once that siren is gone. Uh, anything 
could happen there. And the game will change. It'll change the fabric of the game. It will not happen, and they can't do it. And whoever's thinking about it, uh, just tear that bit of paper up, throw it in the bin, or shuffle it under the pile of other 50 other real changes that are uh, are being mooted. That is one of the worst. That's it. You're not going to do it. Stop it. Don't you get that out of your Please. head straight away. Please don't do it. <laughs> yeah, we've got plenty more coming up. Uh, Michelle Bishop from SEN and Channel 7 had a chat to you guys last night. She is coming up next. This is Sports Day for the EV- Kia EV6 and Kia Sportage. Cars of the Year. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats for Kia's EV6 and Sportage Cars of the Year. Welcome back to Sports Day, Badge and Sats. Sats not in today, so you've got Badge and the Rook today and Origin very, very close. And we actually caught up with Michelle Bishop from SEN and Channel 7 last night. And this is what she had to say to the boys. Good evening, gents. I'm excited, and you'd be insane if you're not. Um, the rain, I'm hoping it goes away because you don't come to Brisbane to you know, soak up the rain, do you? Um, hope um, it sort of dries up for tomorrow, but I am so pumped. And I just love the fact that Queensland embrace origin. It's awesome. I'm jealous. <laughs> now, Michelle, there's a good story talking off air that uh, jersey presentations, they're always emotional, and we believe – you caught up with on Channel 7 with your role as well, Jacob Saifidi, and his mum Beverly is the talk of the, the Origin camp. Oh, look, Freddie mentioned it today. He said there wasn't a dry eye in the place. Everyone was reaching for the tissues and the handkerchiefs when she and, um, and actually Jacob's sister got to do the presentation um, alongside Peter Sterling. Um, straight from the heart is what she told me. She just, um, she was very, very nervous. She said, you know, imagine me having to go in there and speak with all these high profile people. Who am I? Um, and I'm like, well, you're Jacob's mother and you've played an integral role in, in both, um, obviously the twins, Jacob and Daniel's lives. And, you know, to reach the heights, I mean, he's about to run out for the New South Wales Blues. You had every right to be there and, and say what you want. Well, she did. She just said, I picked his eyes. I didn't look around the room and just spoke from the heart and talked about, um, you know, just where he'd come from, from Wombrel on the Central Coast. Him, uh, she started off trying to be a little bit funny, she said, uh, by saying, hi, hey, my name's Bev and I'm actually <laughs> Jacob's mother. Oh, and by the way, I'm Daniel's mother as well. So she just tried to lighten the mood mm. a little bit. Um, but as I say, she went on about, you know, talking about some of the, the, the injuries and the tough stuff that Jacob's been through. Um, also mentioned the fact um, she didn't shy away from the fact that people have been critical of, of um, Jacob getting this opportunity. Um, keyboard worries about being out in full force saying that, you know, he doesn't deserve that spot. It should be going to, you know, Regan Campbell-Gillard or other players. And she said she got Jacob and said, Freddie has picked you for a reason. He's, you know, he, he believes that you can get the job done. Um, and, and speaking with Jacob yesterday, he actually told me that. He said, you know, like I, I've, I've copped a little bit throughout the week, but I'm, I'm excited. And the last couple of days, what I've got out of camp is confidence because I know Freddie's picking for a reason and I'm going to back myself. So um, obviously the only change in terms of uh, Freddie's starting side, so he'll be coming off the bench now and big Joseph Paulo will be starting. And that was, uh, Freddie spoke about that today. That's all purely just down to experience. Um and, you know, I mean, what an opportunity this is for Jacob. Um, and, and obviously the fact that Daniel, he'll be in the stands. He's coming up, flying up from Newcastle. Just a, a really awesome experience for all of them. But the enormous task they face, guys, it's huge. Um, Michelle, it's, uh, there's, a very lot, there's a lot of experienced players in the New South Wales team and played in big games and grand finals and, and origin games. Uh, but this is a decider at Suncorp. Do you sense that... There's, uh, they're even more so on edge than you've seen them previously. 
Look, I'm going to be honest and say um, I, I was the, the journo that spoke out in the second camp and said that their training sessions were, they, they were so intense. The, the physicality was, I, I hadn't seen anything like it. And I guess it sort of got played up a little bit in the media. But I haven't seen that this time around. And I'm not saying that they, they haven't done the job and they're not prepared, but I just haven't, we didn't see that this, um, this camp. It was a lot more relaxed in Kingscliff. Um, you know, sure, they trained, they went through everything they have to, but it was just been a little bit different. They spent a lot of time um, in and around the community, which has been enormous. And I mean, that same old cliche, credit to the boys. You have to give it because they don't get enough credit for what they do. And they changed some lives in this last week. You know, kids that only get to see their heroes on television, they stopped and they, they almost had to be extracted from the crowd at times to refocus on what they were actually, um, you know, away for, in camp for. But as I say, changed lives of some people in some pretty vulnerable positions. And, and we just can't give them enough credit for that. But the enormity of playing at Suncorp Stadium, um, you know, the stats, you know, the, the history's there. I think, you know, I'm not great with, with my stats, but I think there's only been two blue sides that have been able to achieve that. The last time was 2005, so 17 years ago. So that just spells out to us just how big this is. But Freddie did address the hostility and um, the enormity of playing at Suncorp today by saying that he wanted to his players to embrace this. He said they can't jump the fence. It's a huge point. <laughs> they might yeah. be loud and aggressive and it might be a horrible environment, but they literally uh, can't jump the fence. Um, and, I, and I think that's uh, something, you know, worth worth taking in. But as you say, guys, the experience is all there. Um, you know, Queensland have gone into this with some, some issues, obviously, with, you know, losing their, their star player, Cam Munster. I want to mention him too because I did flick him a quick text, text um, not yesterday, the day before, just checking in how he was feeling. And he said, you know, look, it is what it is. It's an awful situation. The timing's horrible, but I think I'm going to feel it. it's actually going to hit me on Wednesday. So, you know, every uh, New South Wales, you know, fan, supporter, probably, you know, hates the sight of Cam Munster, but you don't have a heart if you don't feel for him in this situation. It's just awful. Yeah, very difficult one. And they did they did have a final training session today, and I got a sneak peek of about a minute or two, and they looked pretty sharp. Did you actually get to go? Or were you also shut out of their final session at Suncorp Stadium? Today. Oh, paranoia kicks in round about now, doesn't it? All the yeah. media were like, get out of here. You've seen enough. Nothing to see here. We've got things to do. Look, we did see, I did actually uh, get to see a bit of Nathan Cleary and his meticulous uh, kicking practice. He was there, obviously, um, early, as he always is, and he probably, well, I did hear that he did stay back and, and continue to just practice his kicking. I saw Maddie Burton doing a little bit of kicking as well. Um, but we didn't see a great deal of the actual session. The Channel 7 chopper uh, was up in the air trying to get bits and pieces, but it was obviously <laughs> from a distance. Look, you know, it is what it is. As I say, I just spoke on 7 News tonight, just saying, you know, like they've, they've done all the work they've done. They can't change anything tonight. It's obviously about, um, you guys that relate to this, it's about unwinding. It's about knowing you've done what you what you can. You've got to put all that to, to one side now. We're seeing all the families come in, which is, again, a real privilege in my job. I love that side of rugby league, seeing mums and dads and uncles and aunties and brothers and sisters flying to Brisbane, um, you know, obviously haven't seen them for, for a little while. Um, and getting, seeing the embracing and, and obviously being able to share these very special uh, moments with these players uh, tomorrow night. But I've just passed a couple of them, the ones that don't have their families here. Um, just spoke with Joseph, Paul, uh, sorry, Junior Paulo, 
um, Stephen Crichton and, and Bizza, um, Brian Toll, oh, they're just going for a little bit of a walk. They'll have a team dinner tonight. Um, they'll come back to the rooms probably around 9 o'clock, read books, watch movies, do anything they possibly can to not think about you are that confident. That, you are that confident if they're walking the streets of Brisbane that they'll get back to the hotel tonight. There's no chance. There's <laughs> a am. chance they'll get abducted. <laughs> <laughs> can I tell you they had hoodies on? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh uh, well, it's it's very nervous, Tom. Okay, give me your uh, give me a scoreline, Michelle. And who's your Wally Lewis medalist? Look, I'm going to put. I'm actually going to put myself out there. I reckon it's going to be an extremely tight one. Um, I'm sort of saying New South Wales maybe by six points, but yeah, very very tight and um and, and a thriller, an absolute thriller. I think it'll it'll go down to the wire. Michelle, I'm worried about after watching a, a bit of stuff at training about. Matt Burton and his left hamstring. I think he should put the kicking boots away. Yeah. And just, yeah, just not kick it all tonight. Also, Michelle, Steve, one of our listeners... Steve, one of our listeners Sorry. just texted in and said, oh, I mustn't have a heart, Michelle. I don't feel for Munster at all. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, maybe maybe it's just the mum in me. I don't know, but I really do feel for him. But, guys, just quickly, the other thing that, that you know, you've got to think of with New South Wales as well is the players that have been in and around that camp. Um, I mean, Jack White not being able to find a place for him in the side um, and what he'll contribute to just in the next 24 hours, Dale Finucane. Um, as, as you say, there's plenty of experience um, and, and I'm sure there's plenty of um, ways that they'll, they'll be working with the likes of Jacob to settle the nerves and, you know, go through the motions. Um, but I, I don't buy it for one minute that, you know, Queensland are going to lay down and die. And good luck to to, to, to Deedon. If he gets, you know, obviously to start, he's obviously going to play. But, you know, we talk about Munster and that, that um, awful situation. or well, it's presented it's an opportunity for Tommy Deedon and I hope he takes it with both hands. Yeah, I think he will. He's a, he's a tough kid. Michelle, Bishop from SEN and Channel 7, thanks as always for catching up, keeping us up with the updates. Can I be game enough to say go the Blues? Have a good night. Of course you can. Thank you. Yeah, you did. You, yeah. you did. You got it out. Yeah, she's a great Last girl. Last time we talked to her. So. <laughs> <laughs> Some great insight from Michelle Bishop from SEN and Channel 7. And this is Sports Safe for Kia EV6 and Sportage. Cars of the Year. We'll be back soon. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kias, EV6 and Sportage, Cars of the Year. Sports Day, Sports Update. And our sports update for Elders Insurance, hands-on support for our local community. And Tiger Woods, he's finally added his little bit into this Live Golf Tour that is going on and the PGA. He hasn't joined it, has he? No, he's really putting his foot down. Uh, and making sure that uh, everyone knows that uh, Greg Norman shouldn't be anywhere near the PGA or any of the competitions that he has won. Because oh, he- so he's he's bought into the uh, the chat a bit. See, Greg Norman has been banned from the uh, from the British Open or the Open, um, the, the the dinner or the, yeah, the event, dis- the dinner, disinvited. whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, disinvited. They don't want him anywhere near the joint, and so they shouldn't. The bloke is trying to bring down the PGA Tour. This is the most. Uh, uh, if not prestigious, it's got the most history. Why the hell would you go? It'd be like, um, you know, the the ARL during the, the Super League war inviting, um, what's his name, Murdoch along to, you know, to come and present trophies. Why would you invite them along? It's just, yeah. it's not going to happen. So why why would they possibly let Greg Norman come along when he is leading the way to bring down the PGA with this new tour, this Saudi-backed Live Golf Tour? Which we know is just, you know, it's it's just it, pretty disgusting regime and the way the money comes from. But he doesn't care as long as he lines his pockets and these other players have got the choice to join. But 
So Tigers said, you know what? They're doing the right thing. Oh, abs- yeah. I, what, I am- what, and what Greg's doing is is just is not uh, the right thing for the PGA. No, absolutely not. And I agree with it. Like, if you want to have a separate comp, that's fine. But if you want to do that, then you should be separated completely from the PGA and go on your merry way and win win all your dollars. But don't yeah. uh, don't expect to be able to come back and dip into both buckets. Absolutely. You can't have your cake and eat it too, Greg. Yeah. You can walk on the beach with your dog <laughs> and that bone, but you can't have your cake and eat it. What? What's going on with the Wallabies, mate? They've oh. they got a third test coming up this weekend. Mate, three in a, see, there you go. Three tests in a row. Sad day, sad day, sad day. I know. How um, and, and they had a great crowd at Suncorp last week, despite uh, getting beaten. So this is a decider as well. Uh, where, where is the third test? Third test at the SCG. which The is, SCG! It's going to be an interesting one to play because, obviously, round field and the uh, crowd is a little bit further back from where they're used to uh, at Suncorp. They were a fair way away at Optus in Perth for the first test. But plenty of injuries coming the way of the Wallabies. They've got four players out from the weekend and then a previous four that haven't made test number two. But they reckon that England is going to come out even harder for game number three and get... Were they dirty? Were they... Oh, it it wasn't dirty. It was just physical. And the Wallabies got belted in the first 30 minutes and they just couldn't recover. They're they're big, big units, the... uh, the the uh, Poms, aren't Poms, they? The they're massive units. And they just, yeah, they're just so very physical. And that's the way Eddie Jones wants to play and it's, un- it's unsettle like, them. I used to watch those yeah, a few years ago, the Springboks, and they probably still are, but their forwards are just just massive yeah. men, aren't they? Just and, and, yeah, it's like watching that when you see England pack down. Yeah, and Darcy Swain from test number one got baited in by Johnny Hill and then ended up getting red carded and then suspended for his headbutt on Johnny Hill. So mm. they're not going to get baited into silly stuff. Well, apparently they've done plenty of training this week, the Wallabies on not trying to take an intercept. <laughs> yeah, so we saw two of those yellow cards oh. on the weekend. Uh, for Mark, trying to take an intercept, you oh, get yeah. sent to the sin bin for how long? Ten minutes. Ten minutes for for intentionally knocking the ball, ball down. down. Yep. It is... Yeah. yeah, it's one of those rules that sort of splits the, the rugby union community right down the middle. But anyway. What? You mean some people actually support that? Some people I do, think it yeah. doesn't split it. I think it would be 99% saying it's crazy. Yeah, something like anyway, that. Anyway, that's just yeah. me. I'm not part of the I rugby was union really, community. Yeah, absolutely. You'd know, Rook. <laughs> yeah, for elders insurance from local football to community events, it's our way of giving back. This is Sports Day for the Kia EV6 and Kia Sportage Cars of the Year. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats for Kia's EV6 and Sportage Cars of the Year. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. No Sats today. He's off sitting in uh, Gambaros and hanging around Caxton Street, Badge, somewhere that you probably would Sitting want or to knitting? Be. Oh, yeah, it could be knitting. <laughs> Absolutely, but I'm sure he's enjoying himself. Um, now, get award-winning car insurance with Suncorp, our hot topic for tonight. How does Origin 3 play out? Well, you're a blues man. Yes. You tell me, what what do you think? How do you think they're going to go gut, and how are they going to how, – how do they win? My gut feel is it's going to be a rinse-repeat version of game one when Queensland will get the ascendancy very early and they just won't be able to hold on. Oh, That's, the blues will come back? No, I don't think the blues will come back. I think Queensland will win with the 54,000 expected wow. at Suncorp. Uh, in, wow. In, in, in not too far away, in fact. So – yeah, right. Yeah, just not confident at all, even though they did play so well in game two. Maybe a little bit of complacency. I, I wonder if, you know, in the back of, only has to be in the back of a couple of players' minds that Queensland without Cameron Munster is not as a formidable an opponent. And 
you know, if Queensland win, they win eighteen sixteen or twenty eighteen or, or by you know by a, a, a hair's breadth. Um, whereas New South Wales, we know at their best can can rack up plenty of points. But um, yeah, I'm I'm not surprised to hear you say that, Rook, because a lot of New South Welshmen are very wary of of Queensland, especially at Suncorp Stadium. And I think they will they will come out fired up. And in both games, Queensland have dominated the first half, except for the last minute and a half of game two when. Um, you know, we were down to 12 men and the Blues scored and took the lead. So first half, yeah, I don't expect it to be much different than what we've seen either. Mate, I think it's just a New South Wales wary since 94 with uh, the miracle try. I think, uh, like, you can't take anything off the table at all at any stage until the final whistle. Oh, it's been happening forever. <laughs> yeah, I know. 1980, 1982, <laughs> Phil Duke passes to – or Phil Blake uh, – sorry, Phil Sigsworth passes to Phil Duke. Misses it, Wally dives on, scores, and Queensland wrap up the series. Yeah. It's been happening forever. That was 40 <laughs> years ago. You don't have to remind me. Another now. one. What about when Tony Carroll scored late in 1998? That one off that kick from Kevy Walters. And do need I go on? No, you, no. That's, Darren that's, Lockyer, that pass from oh, Brett Hodgson that went to ground. <laughs> Brett Kamali passing it all f- to, oh, to Matty Bowen. Bowen. Oh, yeah. the intercept. There's been a few. There's been too many. Anyway. <laughs> now, okay. Wally Lewis medalist. Uh, Cam Munster was obviously primed to get it if he played well in game three. He's obviously out. Who's your pick? Well, well I agree with what Sat said. Um, yeah, Sat said last night. I hadn't thought about this, but probably the best player in both games, or just about, James Tedesco. He was right up there as the New South Wales best player in game one, despite them losing, and um, and probably their best, along with Cleary in game two. So, he would be out in front as the, the Wally Lewis medalist. I can't think of which Queenslander might might edge him out. Um, Josh Papali hasn't played much minutes, and uh, Pong has been okay. Daily Cherry Evans, but Tino, no, maybe. I reckon it, I reckon it's probably Tedesco either way. Yeah, he's. I don't know what his run meters are for both games combined, but it's a fair lump. Yeah, lots. Yeah, it's heaps. So I can't see anyone pipping him either, but. We'll have to wait and see. Not too far away from kickoff either at uh, Suncorp Stadium. But for Suncorp Car Insurance, winner of CanStar's Outstanding Claims Award seven years in a row, this is Sports Day for the Kia EV6 and Kia Sportage Cars of the Year. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats for Kia's EV6 and Sportage Cars of the Year. It's time for the last blast on Sports Day with Badge and Sats. All right, last blast time for Expert Car Service. Book online at repcoservice.com. And Australian Ben O'Connor has succumbed to injury, unfortunately, and something we didn't follow until a couple of days in, but he has abandoned the Tour de France uh, on the second mm. rest day. Too much pain, and he didn't want to disappoint his team anymore. So he has Nah, he wants out. to watch Origin. <laughs> yeah, that's it's, it. uh, they're riding during Origin, and he's – so this is obvious. I think he's done it before. A few of they all do that. Half the Italians they all want to watch Origin. So they just pull dropping out. Yeah, it yeah. Gets, gets too hard at the hills. Can't and... blame him at all. But um, are we go. Come on, let's go. I've got to get out of here. I'm getting very nervous. Rob, you better go and watch this Origin. And what's happened? Roger Federer has dropped out of the uh, the men's singles rankings for the first time since. Get this. What? 1997. Come on, that's ridiculous. 25 years ago, the first, is, last time when he was out of the men's singles rankings. Yeah, unbelievable. That is unbelievable. It is, yeah. Serena Williams as well. She's been wiped from the top 1,000. And keep in mind, though, the Wimbledon 
points system wasn't in play for this year, so no points were actually. Well, she wouldn't going. have gotten any, or she would no, lock, she went out, knock first out the first round by a qualifier <laughs> or something. That's exactly right. But yeah, that is a bit of a shock to see Roger down there, but no doubt he'll be back bigger than ever. Uh, for expert car service, book online at repcoservice.com. Badge, good luck tonight Come for on. all the Queensland Maroons. And, go the Maroons. And we'll, Can uh, I say it? Yeah, Queenslander. <laughs> That's it. Uh, are we going to see a Queensland decider victory once again? We'll have to wait and see in just a few short minutes. But this is Sports Day, Australia's most wanted, the Kia EV6 and Kia Sportage Cars of the Year. See you, Badge. See you, mate. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.